I want to share a word. I'm not going to preach very long. I'm not going to hold you here very long, but if you give me a t- your attention for just some, uh, a few minutes here this morning, and I want to share this thought out of Psalm 103. We're going to read verses 1 and 2 out of Psalm 103. And we're going to see David here speaking and writing here in Psalms 103, verses 1 and 2. And he says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. How many know? There's some pretty awesome benefits when you serve the Lord. And what I want to do here today is just talk and preach a little bit on the topic of thanks living. I didn't say thanksgiving. I said thanks living. Okay. Now, we just had Thanksgiving, right? And I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I know I did. I know our family did. And by the way, my family's here with me as well. My mother, my nephew Noah, Carlos, all visiting from California. And I'm going to tell you what, we had a feast. I know I had like four plates. And then it continued. Okay, so I hope you had a good Thanksgiving as well. And Thanksgiving is a holiday that was created with the intention of taking one day out of the year to thank God. One day. But as Christians, how many know that giving thanks to God is not a one-day occurrence? For us, it's a 365-day-out-of-the-year occasion. Because we are to live thankful. How many can say amen? Amen. Psalms 136 verse 1 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his mercy endureth forever. You know, when you read that verse, you really don't need another verse. Or another passage of scripture to be thankful. You really don't. Because I'm going to read it again. It says, oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Has he been good to you? Our God is a good God. Yes, he is. It's one of his attributes. He's good. He can't help but be good to to us. And I thank God that every single day I can wake up and serve a good God. He blesses us. He provides for us. He does great things in our lives. He saved us. He's filled us with the Holy Ghost. He's blessed you. He's everything that you have. Let me tell you what. Every good thing comes from the Lord. Let me say this. God has been good. We ought to be thankful. You don't need another verse. You don't need another verse to be thankful. And it continues to say, for his mercy endures forever. And 
if you need mercy, mercy's here. And maybe you might say, well, I don't really need mercy today. Well, you'll need it tomorrow, perhaps. But the great news is this, that every day you can wake up and there's a fresh batch of mercy available for us. God is good and God is merciful. You know what we ought to do? We ought to be thankful. How many can clap your hands unto the Lord? Because he's a good God and he's a merciful God. And in our passage of scripture here this morning, we see David glorifying God for who he is. He's God. But he also addresses his own soul, reminding himself of all that God has done for him. So today we're going to look at three things here this morning that David did in this portion of scripture that I believe will help us live thankfully. Because that's what the Lord wants, church. He wants us to learn to live thankful daily. And we're going to see some keys here. The first thing that we see David do was he looked up. That's the first thing he did. He begins by saying, bless the Lord. In order to bless the Lord, you got to look up. He understood that his focus of worship was the only one worthy of worship, none other than God. And for that reason, David was able to live a life that was thankful. Because no matter what he might be going through, he could have been going through trouble, strife, or persecution. But as long as he was able to look up to God, he was able to be thankful. He said in Psalm 121, verses 1 and 2, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. And PFAC, the best way to live with an attitude of gratitude, it's this. Look up to see Jesus. Whatever you're going through, maybe it is trouble. Maybe you are facing strife and difficulty. Whatever you might have to face in life, if you're able to look up and look at the Lord and look at who he is, there will be a result. And that result will be that you will become thankful. Because when you're going through trouble, our eyes want to look down. Look at our problems. But instead of that, why don't you look up and bless him? Why don't you look up and worship him? Why don't we look up and thank him? But how could I thank him, Brother Rusi, if I'm going through trouble? How am I supposed to thank him? I know it seems to be contradictory. But it's not that you're thanking him for the problem. Although God can use problems, how many know that to be true? To work in our lives. And later on, you go, thank you for that trial, Lord. Thank you for that problem that came my way some time ago because it helped me. It helped me grow. 
It helped me mature. So you could even be grateful in that manner. But when you're in the trial and you don't know and you might not see a way out, it's difficult to understand how you can be thankful. But when you begin to look at God at who he is, you will become thankful. You know why? Because when you worship the Lord, your mind, your focus, your attention is taken off your problem and it's put on the Lord. And when you look up and bless Jesus, the result is gratitude because you're going to be reminded once again of who he is. Who is he? You know what you're going to find out? That he's your father. Your heavenly father. And that makes me thankful. Because I understand, Lord, you're my heavenly father. But you know what that makes me? It makes me your son. It makes you your, his son or his daughter. And you know what God does for his children? Because he's our father, he'll provide for you. He'll heal you. He'll have a, he wants to have a relationship with you. And like a father, he might want to also correct us from time to time. You know why? Because he loves us. You can look up and see a heavenly father. You can look up and see a king. Not an earthly king. Not any king. But you're going to look up and see the king of kings. The Lord of lords. You know what that means? It means that God has supreme power and authority and that there is nobody that compares with his strength, with his rule, now or forevermore. So when I'm going through difficulty, I can look up at the king of kings. And you know what that tells me? That he's on the throne. And because he's on the throne, that means he's in control. Can I tell you, my brother and my sister, doesn't matter what you might be facing today, he's in control of your situation. You might not see the way out. He's in control of your situation. You might not know what to do. He's in control because he's a king why don't you look up and look at the king in your life and it begins to make you thankful thank you God you can look at him for who he is because that's what David was doing he's I'm gonna look up I'm gonna bless the Lord for who he is you know who he is he's holy oh yes he is that means that he has an unparalleled majesty of his being. That he's blameless, faultless. He's unblemished. He has an unblemished moral purity. He has an uncompromising justice. He has a perfect goodness. I'm so glad because I can look up at a God that is holy. And that tells me he's a God that cannot lie. He's a God that keeps his promise, PFAC. So you can be going through difficulty, but you can look up. And you can say, I serve a good God. I serve a faithful God. I serve a God that's going to see me through. 
I serve a God that's made promises in my life. I serve a God that's going to make a way. I serve a God that is undefeated because that also falls under holiness. He's a God that can never lose a battle and he's on your side. Oh, I don't know how many are grateful this morning. How many are thankful? All you gotta do is look up. Look at him. And you're gonna see a savior. A God who became a man to shed his blood for you and I. To save us from the power and the penalty of sin. You know what that means? That I'm no longer, and you're no longer under the power of sin. You're no longer a slave to sin. You're no longer a slave to Satan. And the things of this world, because Jesus has saved you, and he's made you free. And he who the Son sets free is free indeed. And he saved us from the penalty of sin. Don't forget that. What's the penalty of sin? Death. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. Hallelujah. You see, we no longer have to die spiritually. Because our heavenly mansion awaits us. Praise God. When we part from this life, unless the rapture comes. And when I begin to think of all these things, he's my father. He's my king. He's holy. He's my savior. I can look up and begin to see a God that's with me and in control. Let me recommend something to you today. If you want to live a life of thanks living, make sure to look up. Look up. But the second thing that we see David do is he looked within. That's the second point, look within. Because David said, bless the Lord. That's look up, right? But he didn't stop there. He said, bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. You see, David understood if he truly was going to sustain a life of gratitude. He had to take the time to look within as well. Why? Because within him were the elements of faith, hope, and trust in God. And this was important because without these elements, the reality of negative circumstances, and how many know that we don't deny the reality of circumstances? We rise above the circumstances by the power of God. But it takes faith. It takes hope. And it takes trust in God and in his word. And without these elements, 
that they, they, the circumstances that David would have to face in life. And if you read the life of David, I recommend take the time to read the life of David. Study his life. It's amazing. It's powerful. But he had to go through a lot of trouble in his life. And if he didn't have faith and hope and trust, these circumstances would have eventually suffocated and destroyed him. And in order for us to sustain a life of being thankful, when we go through these things in life, we also have to take the time to look within. Look within and believe. Look within and hope. I don't see it yet. I don't know how God is going to do it, but I have hope that he's going to make a way. Look within and trust God. Trust his word that never fails. Hallelujah. His word is infallible. It has no mistakes. Praise God. It never fails. And when you look within, let's not get confused and think that somehow we're drawing from some sort of strength that we have. Because it's not that we're drawing it from ourselves, no. But we're drawing it from the God that lives within us. Praise God. In case you didn't know it, whenever you're going through trouble, and you look within. You know what you're doing? You're looking to the power of the Holy Ghost that is within you. And you could be going through trouble, but come out in Holy Ghost power when you look within. Because you're drawing from the power of God. You're drawing from his strength. And the Bible tells us in 1 John 4, 4, he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. It also says in 2 Corinthians 13, 5, do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? You see, when you look within, you're not looking once again to yourself. It's not that. But you're looking to the power of God that dwells within. And that's where joy comes from. Let me explain to you the difference between happiness and joy. Happiness is based on what happens. And what happens changes. You can have a good day and can be happy. Or you can have a bad day and you'll be sad. But that's happiness. It fluctuates. It's based on what happens in your life. But joy is not based on what happens. Joy is based on the Lord. And guess what? The Lord does not change. The Lord does not fluctuate. 
The Lord doesn't have highs and lows, ups and downs. The Bible teaches that the Lord does not change. So when you look within, you could look at a card, praise God, that doesn't change. And that means that my joy should be able to be sustained on a God that doesn't change. My circumstances could be bad, but I still got joy because my joy is not based on my circumstances. My joy is based on the Lord. So today... If you're going through trouble, difficulty, financial problems, who isn't today, right? Sickness or disease. Why don't you look within, praise God, and get a hold of the God that is within you, because you could have came in sick, but if you look within, you could come out healed. You could come in this place with difficulty and not so happy, but you could look at the God that's within you and come out of here with joy. Does anybody hear what I'm preaching this morning? <laughs> Hallelujah. When you look within, you're looking at the God that dwells in you. And when you look at the God that dwells in you, I'm going to have faith. Because he does the impossible. I'm going to have joy. Because no matter what I'm facing, he never changes. And he sustains me. I can have hope. Because I know that maybe I'm not seeing it yet. But I have hope that the answer's on the way. And like we've been taught in the past... When the answer's on the way, don't lose your praise. Praise him as you wait on the Lord. Praise him in, in spite of not seeing anything yet. You have hope and you have faith that God's going to do it. So I can praise him even if I don't see it. Praise God. So David looked up. David looked within. But the last thing we see is that he looked around. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul. But then he said, and forget not all his benefits. Once in a while, you got to look around. And see what God has done in your life. The devil will tell you, look around and look at your issue. No, I'm not going to do that, devil. I'm going to look around and I'm going to look at the blessing. He says, don't forget his benefits. Don't forget what he's done. Don't forget how blessed you are. Do you know you're so blessed? Brother Rusi, man, I don't know about that because I'm struggling right now financially. That has nothing to do with the blessing. 
Because the blessing is not material things. I'm losing half of you right now with that, with that statement. You want to know what the blessing is? It's Jesus. You might not have a lot of money in the bank, but if you have Jesus, you might not know how you're going to make it to the end of the week or how you're going to pay the rent or the mortgage. But guess what? If you have Jesus, you're blessed. And because you're blessed, he's going to make a way out of it. The blessing is not material things. We get confused because we see the YouTube prophets. I like calling them the YouTube prophets that get it wrong all the time. Wow. Election season's coming up again. Guess what? They're going to get it wrong again. And it's funny how they could change, right, the prophecy from one week to the next. That's not a prophet. What we got to look to is the word and understand that we're blessed, not because of material things. Material things God provides. If you put first his kingdom, right, you seek him first, his kingdom and his righteousness, he's going to add all these things to you. What things? He'll give you a place to live. He'll give you money to spend. He'll give you clothing on your back. He'll take care of your health. Praise God. Yes, he will. Because you're blessed of the Lord. Now, he said, don't forget his benefits. Perhaps... And I'm going to almost be finishing. I said I wasn't going to preach long, Brother Jay, so if you got one of the keyboard players, can help me out. Perhaps at your company, you have a good benefits package. Maybe you got some good medical insurance, some good dental. And some of us have to use that dental. Maybe you got some legal insurance at your company. Did you know you can even get pet insurance nowadays? Wow. You get some pet insurance. Part of the company benefits package. Some of you get some good holiday pay. You got some good vacation time. Praise God for that. Some of us here have some good sick time Paid sick time. Okay? You got a good 401k package. Maybe you got a pension. Maybe you got some stock options at your company. But can I tell you that none of that compares to our heavenly benefits package that God has given his people and unlike your company's benefits, where the premiums are getting more expensive year after year, God's benefit package is F-R-E-E. -E, provided by his grace, 
his mercy and his shed blood on Calvary's cross. Don't forget the benefits that you have as a child of God. I got to look up. I got to look within, but I also got to look around and see, wow, God has been good to me. You got to thank him for the blood. This is what David says in the rest. If we continue to read this psalm, he gives us a list of some of the benefits God has for us. Who forgives all your iniquities. That ought to have made some of us start running aisles. Because it didn't say some. All of your iniquities. Oh yeah. Who heals all your diseases. Not some. Not here and there, all. Who redeems your life from destruction. You know what that means? Because he's redeemed us from destruction. Destruction means hell. You no longer have to go to that pit of hell. I don't know how many, how many of you hearing these benefits right now is causing you to be thankful because he heals all your he heals all your diseases, forgives all your iniquities, redeems our life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercy. He's a loving God. He's a merciful God. Who satisfies your mouth with good things. I don't know about you. I feel like, I, I, I feel like shouting right now. Just reading some of these things. These are our benefits, church. So that your youth is renewed. Like the eagles. In other words, and the list could go on and on. But in other words, we ought to thank the Lord for what he's done in our lives. Because the enemy says, look at what's happening right now in your life. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to deny what's taking place. But I'm not going to forget of what the Lord has done. Look around. Look at what God has done in your life. Has he saved you? Has he healed you in the past? Has he opened the door for you and provided miraculously before? Has he made a way when you didn't know how you were going to get out of it? Why don't you begin to look at what God has done? We sing that song. I love that song, Brother Jay, that we sing. He healed my body. He touched my mind. And some of us were loco. He saved me 
just in time. Because if it would have been another day more, we might have not made it. But we're here today because God has been good. Because God has been good to us. He's been good, Brother Friday. He's been good, Brother Los. He's been good, Johnny. He's been good, PFAC. Look around. Look at what God's done. And you know what I also understand? God told me, when, showed me something as I was preparing this message. When you look around, that also means to expect. Because I've blessed you in the past. And when you look around and thank me for what I've done already, I'll continue to send more blessings your way. So as you thank him for what he's already done, why don't you expect some new blessings? Because being a grateful, thankful person will open up the windows of Kevin, will release the blessing of God upon your life. Why doesn't somebody just look around and look at what God has done? I don't know about you. Sometimes I feel like I might be the only one, but he's been good to Brother Rusi. Has he been good to you? Has he been good to you? Brother Lopez, he's been good to you. Yes, he has. He's been good. Visiting friend, you know what? He's been good to you too. You might not recognize it yet. But there will come the day that you will see, you know what? I didn't even realize it, but God was taking care of me. God was blessing me even when I didn't know him, even when I wasn't seeking him. I'm here to tell somebody, sometimes all you got to do is look around. Look around. You have a blessed church. Look around, you have a blessed life. Look around, uh, you're blessed. Your family, amen, that God has given you, you're a blessed person. And somebody say, might say, well, I'm here all by myself. Uh, well, at least you're here and God has taken care of you. You're blessed, Brother Jay. Just look around. Brother Torres, Brother Jaramillo, just look around. Brothers Ivarra, just look around. Has he not been good? So maybe today you're facing difficulty. You know what I want to do? I want to invite you to this altar so that you can look up and look at God. Look within and draw faith from God's power and look around and see what, how God has been good. If that's you, I want you to come. I want you to come to this altar.